us. Kayanos, fresh tongues. Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kayanos! The scripture says, if thou art not faithful in your righteous mammon, say now who will now commit to you true riches? The question is, what are true riches? What are true riches? The things that you cannot buy on the streets. You see, there is nothing in the natural earthly that can buy matters like that. That is why the true blessings of God is in hunger, is in body. See, these are things you can buy. These are the true blessings of God. If God wants you to lay hold on things that is in Him, the only assurance that you will be able to lay hold on those matters is the measure of hunger that is in your heart. That is the confident assurance that you will lay hold on that which God has shown us. Is your hunger? Even God come to a point. He said, He will say, I will do this. He said, He now said that the seal of the Lord shall what? Accomplish. So even God is motivated by hunger, motivated by desire. Something that be continues pushing him until he lays hold. Isaiah chapter 32. We have there is a prayer, a prayer point. I'm looking for a prayer point. From verse 9, if you are there, say Amen. Verse 9, Rise up ye women that are at ease. Hear my voice, ye careless daughters. Give ear unto my speech. Many days and years shall ye be troubled. See, um, the, it is a little, now the, the way we operate here is that we will not be able to say things with some certain kinds of matters with all the plainness of speech you would have desired. The reason is that the scope of what we are doing is far reaching. You just don't know who is listening. So that is why most times we speak according to what the scripture showed us in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Hmm? He said that there is no natural man that can understand the things of God. The reason is that they are spiritually designed. Are you with me now? Now, the scripture now says that there is a wisdom that we discuss with. Are you with me? He said that we use this wisdom amongst the mature. It is not as if we will not talk now. Are you with me? But when we want to talk, we will now shift to that wisdom. It is only people that are initiates that can understand those things. I have dealt with courtists when I was in campus. Losing. They have they have language. Is it not true? They can they can talk for five minutes and you you don't know what they are saying. That is if you are not part of them. Meanwhile, they are speaking. That means that they are language of the initiates. When they speak, people that are involved will know. 
So sometimes when Jesus wants to exclude people from certain bodies and certain blessings, he will begin to speak with the wisdom of the ancients. So that the people that is not meant for will forever be eliminated. But the people is meant for will cry for their life. They will know that this is what they have been waiting for. So pay attention. Open your script. Pay attention. Once we read it, you will now see. You can easily interpret. Many days and years shall ye be troubled, ye careless women. For the vintage shall fail. The gathering shall not come. Tremble ye, tremble ye women that are at ease. Be troubled. Be troubled. Be troubled. Ye careless ones. Strip you and make you bare. And give sacred upon where your lives. Hmm. They shall lament for the teats, for the pleasant field, for the fruitful vine. Upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars. Yea, upon all the houses of joy in my joyous city. This is the Lord speaking. Oh, I don't want to do too much interpretation because it's prayer point that we are looking for. Eh? Where is the lost city? Don't answer me. That's your answer. Let it be correct. Now, because the palaces shall be forsaken, and the multitude of the city shall be left, I was, if, if you have been on the internet or TV, you will, you will know that this thing is true. Is it not true? Anyway, that is in case you still understand. In case you don't understand, I have said it open. The forts and towers shall be for dens forever. A joy of wild asses, a pasture of flocks. I saw something, and they said that wild boars and wild animals are now roaming the streets of, of developed countries. I mean, countries like Ireland, UK, US, wild animals are now roaming the streets because of this. Something happened. And the prayer point is the only solution for this matter. That's where we're going. Verse 14. Okay. Verse 15. Now said, Until what? And he said, Until the Spirit is poured upon us from our heart. The wilderness shall be a fruitful field. And the fruitful field shall be counted for a forest. Then judgment. Say, Then. That means there is an appointed time that judgment comes. He said, Then shall judgment dwell in the wilderness, and the righteousness shall remain in the fruitful field, and the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. And my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation, and, and in short dwellings, and in quiet resting places. When it shall hail, coming down on the forest, the city shall be low in a low place. Blessed are ye that sow beside all waters, that send for titter the feet of the ox and the ass. All these things are only possible when the spirit is born upon. Cry for the next five minutes and say, Oh God, I need a fresh baptism of your spirit. Another dose. The Bible says, Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So when people get baptized in the Holy Ghost the first time, they didn't know it's just one, one river. You just drank of one river and you got tired. Meanwhile, the scripture says, Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Your prayer is, Oh God, seek another river. 
Let another fountain flow out of my being. That is the answer for this generation. The Bible says in the book of Ezekiel chapter 47, He said, Whithersoever that ever cometh, there is healing upon the land. The healing that the land seeks is the river that is in your belly. Come on, somebody cry. Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high. The wilderness will continue to do the place of wild asses. Satan will continue to dwell in the house of God until the Spirit is born. Somebody cry. Let the Spirit be born upon my life, upon my ministry, upon the body of Christ, upon the territory. He said afterward, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. And your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. The spirit upon the handmaidens cry for an unborn. Nothing will happen until the spirit is born. It does not take an explanation. It does not take analysis. It takes the spirit being born. It takes the heaven being rent open. Rent the heaven, oh God. And pour down, pour down. Pour down your spirit. Remain the same. The political 
sector, the economic sector. It is not by strategy. It is not by plans. It is by the spirit. The Bible says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, say the Lord. Until the spirit is born, somebody cry.
you are not drunk. They just spread water on you. They just spread water. You have not drowned in the water. They just they just spread. They just gave you a spread. What you need is to drown in the river. It's a river, my friend. Stop collecting sprays of water. You need to drown in it, my friend. We are tired of spraying water everywhere and saying that God is moving in our midst. We want the river to break out. No more spraying of water. And coming in the river of the Holy Ghost. We need the river. 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 Until the Spirit is born. Holy Spirit, 
can be seated. Let's do Bible stories from what? As we continue from where we stopped, we are still trying to analyze the concept of the apostolic Sunday model. Having seen the demand of the time. We have to realign ourselves to be able to trap and mirror all that God is doing in heaven. So we are able to The first thing that was paramount in this model is an accurate platform, and everything starts from there. Everything starts from there. It is from there that we now take flight. Many things begins to precipitate as you find yourself in that sort of environment. So the first thing we looked into was accurate platform. Am I right? So um, Acts chapter 13, verse 1. Now therefore, now there we are in the church that was at Antioch, certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Nijay and Lucius of Cyrene and Manien which has been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. So there are a few things, there are a few more things we will have to look into concerning this myth. But the next point now is, is in this next verse. And as they ministered, To the Lord, after me, and as the minister to the Lord, that is the accurate way to proceed. If we are, we'll be able to mirror the apostolic sending model. This model did not actually originate with the apostles. This first apostle, he actually originated from Jesus. Are you with me? According as where we read in the book of Mark, right? Jesus said, and he called them to be with him, he called the twelve to be with him, so that after some time he will what? Send them forth. Then he said that they will have power. This is where we understood that the accurate model is divided into discipleship and empowerment. Are you with me now? Now, there are things that is found in this model. We found out that the first thing 
is a genuine platform that is accurate. It is there that you will now even find the possibilities of the things that you seek. Are you with me? How many of you have tried? Yes, one of my brothers. He went to a secondary school. How many of you went to that type of secondary school? Secondary school, they don't have chemistry teacher. It happened to some of you. Why are you not raising your hand? Do you have chemistry teacher? He, might, he comes. You are lucky, self. In fact, those days, the way we know very, very good schools, especially amongst government schools, is whether you have good teachers in key subjects. There's a reason why the school I went to, in secondary school, and some of the schools around them is rated one of the biggest. The reason is that when some of you is struggling to have one chemistry teacher, we have three and four. Maybe I should even come to school because it's a good school. If it's not a good one, I'll not come it. <laughs> so, those days, it's not SS3 has two chemistry teachers. That's how big it is. SS3 only has two chemistry teachers. SS2, two. Then maybe SS1 will not have one. It's even much for the person. Because those days we have SS1A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. I think it's J. Okay, I forgot it. And they stopped. And between SS1A to, to SS1 A, B, C, D, E to E, the list you will see in a class is 100 people, which is 50. My school is a very big school. So you will now know that actually by they need that manpower. Meanwhile, nobody is done in our classroom. Ah, when I finished this one, my first first time results, I think I took number 11th or 12th. Do you know my average? My average was 92. That is to show you how good Meanwhile, wait. Meanwhile, I'm in just one C. And the way they do that is, the most intelligent is in A. The second most intelligent is in B. And then in C. Now, they will now leave a few intelligent in A, in B, and C. They will just be leaving a few so that the whole of the remaining will not be daft. Hmm? So, the more of the intelligent people are even in A and in B, we are, we are in C. And our average is, our average, my own, my average is 92. I didn't enter 1 to 10. That's how good the place is. So when we come to our school, in that place, you don't say you won't go to university. It's not a discussion. The question is, which school are you going to? When my principal mass, you will, you will see where I'm going very soon. When my principal mounts the stage, the, what he begins to tell us is that UNN is DMGS extension. Told us that UNN is DMGS extension. That's 
It was my principal that was talking, and I decided, Kai, there is no school that will be except UNM. He said, if you don't go to UNM, you go to Futo. If you don't go to he called, oh, did you know all these high ranking universities, OAU, ABU, and if you don't go there, if I call your university now, you'll be angry. Eh? Those days, he said, made the no finals for your university. Because he said he's a glorified secondary school. This is the word he used. Meanwhile, those days, oh, but today, to even find admission in your own is trouble. In Antodos, if you can't get admission here, you, then you go abroad to Cambridge. You need to see what we are being told. To go to Cambridge, to go to, you know, all these foreign universities. He began to tell us how he went to his home. He was a white examiner, chemistry examiner, the whole of West Africa. So, they are top-ranking men. Our physics teacher is, is also the same in the whole of West Africa. All the people you are seeing there are men in their own rank. All of them have at least 30 years under their belt in teaching. Some have 40. Are you getting where I'm going now? So, when you find yourself in that environment, eh, there is nothing, nobody will be talking about failure. When you finish secondary school, you got to be doing sewing. You got to be learning mechanics. They, they don't say it there. When you come, if we are in an assembly ground, do you know what they are discussing? Have you finished a bad one? I'm telling you, there are some people that have finished it three times in secondary school, some four, five. There is a young man called Ndubisu in those days. This young man, Russian people collected him. We have not seen him since that time. There is a way you will be too intelligent for yourself. The guy, even French, he is getting 100. He is not born in France or Cameroon. Music, 100. Everything, 100. Any competition you go, he is first. First, first, all the time. And he has big head like me. I think his book, a few everywhere. All of us, even the weakest amongst us. Do you know what our... You are not getting the point. No? Now, even our principal those days, do you know what he tells us? Even if you don't... Even if you don't have a school, don't you know how to copy from your neighbor? Because as we are sitting there, all of us are super intelligent. The only reason you did not finish what you are writing is because you forgot. So this is the way they do it. This person we clear this side, study. This person will study this side. Eh? When we come, you download your own. Then this person come because if if they think so, the only the point I'm trying to make is that you don't need this for all you need is just to look at your neighbor. It is for what they feel is a lesser sin. Are you with me? Uh, oh my God. <laughs> So even if an external invigilator or whatever comes, you will not find anything on them. Meanwhile, people will be smashing A's up and down. Even if you even if you are daft, my principal will tell you there is no reason why you will be in our school and fail. Because five out of seven people that is around you are A grade students. So in case you don't know what to write, can't you copy? Are you not getting the point? But there are secondary schools, they don't, you are doing sciences, you don't have chemistry teacher. Are you with me? You are doing sciences, you don't have biology teacher. And why is coming? 
the, the fear that will catch you, you'll be looking for bullets. Say bullets. That's where some of you passed. Before you got admission, five years, four years, three years. Because you are trying to make up for an inadequacy that was supposed to be supplied by an accurate educational system. Are you with me? This educational system can only be found in certain kind of environment. We have certain teachers that is equipped with certain capacities, certain experiences that have authority in certain fields. We begin to feed your capacity. We begin to feed your knowledge to the point that you are now equipped to 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 partake in that exam because the is even easier in the normal exam in the exams of the spirit. Oh, if you don't pass, you can be promoted. You can be in one class for twenty years. Nobody is interested. What is closest to it is university setting. My lecturer will come and tell you is in your is in your department. We come and tell you your destiny is in my hands. Your destiny is in my hands. That I'm willing to keep you for ten and twenty years. If you hear this thing, won't you read your book? It's night class. There was one time MCB three to two. I think it's four or six units. Food microbiology. I read it for three days non-stop. I did not put sleep in this my heart. See the price people pay for things that perish. For three days. By the time I entered the exam hall, I was writing and I said, let me rest small. Say small. And I slept for one hour. Because of how much I have not put sleep in my heart. When the results came out, what we are seeing is, do you know this, there is um, an agency in Nigeria that deals with people that do money laundering. Their name is EFCC. Say EFCC. We went to the board. The problem is that we are not seeing EFCC. We are seeing E-E-E-F-F-F-F-F-F and then 1C. Say 1C. And then another F F F F. They will be spelling people's name. If you see E in your own, you see Tango that you passed, because that's not the sort of course you repeat. Because to repeat it, you are not even sure of passing it the second time. And there is this bias they have for people who are repeating. They feel you are wasting and whiling away your time. That's why you failed the first time. You are still joking. Let me help you and fail. You are still joking. Let me help you and fail the third time. By the time you enter final year, the people that entered with you, they, they, are, they will be signing on their shirts. You will disappear that day. Now, this is my point. My point is that if you went to a secondary school that has no chemistry teacher and you are a science student, Will you become anything? Is it your fault? It is the fault of the school, the environment that you found yourself. We cannot overemphasize number one, genuine and accurate platform, an environment that lends itself to educating you in becoming what God has ordained you for. Imagine you like this, you are in an environment that doesn't talk about the power of God. If if you are called to the evangelistic ministry, don't believe anybody that downplays the power. Even if he says, I, I believe in the power, but he downplays it, run away. 
You need somebody that magnifies the power. Your ministry is based on power. Do you know you can enter a village and nobody hears English? Nobody hears your language. What is the language you speak in that place? It's the language of power, my friends. When you, they say they are not hearing and you touch blind eyes, you open. The mama that is doing like this, he said, Mama, you can stand, stand, you can stand, stand. And mama stood and started dancing. And started dancing. They beat local music. She danced, she danced, she danced. Tomorrow, everybody feel everywhere. You will tell them, Jesus, kneel down, hands up, they will do it. <laughs> it's over. Are you the one that makes people born again? If a man believes in himself, my friend. That means that something made them to begin to think. You don't know the power. You don't know the power of miracles. If there is anything we don't even have, we don't. We are operating at less than five percent of the miraculous capacity in the body of Christ. If you raise people now, you become a superstar. Do you know why? It is not common. If you hear one, two, three, four, five people, you will start in school. You will start teaching people how to hear. Do you know why? It is not common. The day of E.W.K. He invited a healing evangelist. And he came and preached. After preaching, he said, Who is sick among you? Come, let me pray for you. Nobody stood up. Because nobody is sick in his church. The seeds that E.W.K. sat for many years to do Bible study. When he died, that seed was still healing cancer and healing the sick people. What is in a seed? Say virtue. And materials like this can trap eternal things. Substances that have heavenly reality can trap it. Can trap it. Can trap it. So the second point is that and the minister to the Lord. Another word for ministry to the Lord is priesthood. Say priesthood. You see, eh? you will never know who you are in God until you give yourself a lot to priesthood. You see, when we say minister to the Lord, it is beyond being worshipful. It is a combination of all things that ministers to the Lord. The one, the, that word minister, you know, means to serve. Say to serve. You see, um, the priest represents the people before God. Are you with me? So it is a ministry before God. Then the prophet represents God before who? The people. So it is still the same ministry. But one is towards the people and one is towards God. The priest represents the people before God. Are you with me? Then the prophet represents God where? Before the people. So now, that means for you to be a powerful prophet, you have to be a very powerful priest. How can you tell the people about a God you don't know? Because it is in priesthood you know God. Are you with me now? And there are many things that involves in priesthood you know already. One of them is fasting, prayer, giving. It is this is the obvious one. There are many more, many. There are many, many. Some of them have to be literal serving. You know, serving like this. Literal service. It is ministering to the Lord. I don't know, some of you had an encounter when you went to a big meeting. Me, I didn't have an encounter in a big meeting. I was watching toilet. 
I, will, I watch toilet for many camp meetings. You don't know how many camp meetings I watch toilet. And those days, in virtual, the dust that used to be there is it will, it will swallow your, the sole of your sandal. On Saturdays, we used to scrub that place. I will come by 8 a.m. in the morning. Sometimes I'll be washing toilet and be doing my life will not end like this. It's not about what you are doing now. It's about where you are going. Live what you are seeing. Live it. Live it. Live it. Let your eyes be on the go. What you are seeing now can change in a moment. But what can change is what God has programmed for your life. That one should be your goal. That your eyes should be fixed on it. Yeah? Let every other thing be the way, the channel, the dealing that will bring you into that place. But if it is true that that place is not represented in what you are seeing now, do you know what it means? It means that the philosophy with which you run your life yeah, will not be based on the present circumstance. Are you with me? There are some associations I can make simply because my level has not changed. I will not be making some association. It means that I don't know where I'm going now. Is it not true? Because if you know where you are going, you can't make those associations. Something where you are going informs your deliberate engagement in this. That means you are wise. Why are you praying? Why are you fasting? Why are you associating with this? God has called you now. Has he not called you? Eh? Go and be smoking ganja with them now. He has called you, he has called you. Is it not true? Hmm? Go and start doing 419, Yahoo. Hmm? Take a lady, collect her pants and do and do ritual money and bring GL38 and come and drive it and come and sow seed to one pastor, not me. Because God doesn't bring people like that to me. We don't collect from people we don't know. If you tell me to give you my account, if I don't know you, I don't know, I don't know. You can be collect. You know, some person, anything you did in your account, anything you did, one day you die. Their own is there something becoming, they don't care where it's coming from. Until a Yahoo boy, he sent you two million. You know he's a Yahoo boy. You saw him where he's smoking cigar. Say cigar. It's not cigarette to say cigar. Malanto salad. But because he brought dollars from Jim's bank, you you said the law. You said the law look at in his heart. He will repent. Say he will repent. So after some time, he has been giving you some money, and after some time. He will do a thing and use your account as an intermediary holding place for the money that they use, they got from their business. Are you with me? It happened to a man of God. EFCC came and carried him. Because that money, are you with me? They are looking for that money and they traced it to the pastor's account. Pastor slept in cell for long. I've forgotten how he was salvaged. I think he has a record of the call or text message or what that instructed those people not to pay or whatever, whatever. But I'm trying to tell you some possibilities. 
let's even say he didn't have it. He'll be collecting, 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 collecting. Satan already knows his weakness. Huh? Then somebody that will be the next Rehabonke will come to your meeting. And that man that used to pay 5 million, 10 million, 15 million to we call you on the phone and tell you, please, can we meet so that, that for you now, this engagement has become more important because that's where something is coming from. Otherwise. Haven't you noticed? People say they are looking for me and say, let them come and join me in the meeting. If I've not seen you pray with these people for long and you say you want to see me, why do you want to see me? Is there anything special about me? Oh, there is nothing. The only that thing that you think you are looking for is, in, is here. If you pay attention, you hear it. Somebody has not prayed, he has not done anything. You are just doing canceling, doing, you will cancel your life away. Stop doing canceling, that's not why you are called. Put them in prayer, in priesthood. When, see, Kenny Hagen said that if believers will know how to pray for long in tongues and hear God, that 90% of what is being done in counseling session will be over. Is it not true? That's why when you come here and tell me many things, I will say, come and pray, come and pray. When you pray for long, pray for long, pray for long, you will now find out probably you, are, you came with, want to ask me, one of God, this class, which, are, which one am I supposed to choose? Which one? This person. This guy proposed to me and I don't know and I, and I love this one oh. but I now love this one. Women are that they unique. <laughs> Maybe not use that other word I want to use. They are unique. I love this one oh, because it's nice. Then I love this one because he's a man of God. Then I love this one because it provides my need. It doesn't even wait for me to say it. Can you be loving three people at the same time? No, you see, you see, when you bring people like that, you put them in priesthood. Say priesthood. They pray. When they pray, imagine somebody like that coming to our sister was prayer. It's not sister was chanting and enjoying yourself. That one as good as it is. You finish. You, and you finish, you go. As the, those people are going, some of them, the demon of depression, they need. Some of them, people are suffering. Though. The demon of immorality, they need. Bitterness was there. Envy was there. Pride was there. He will go back. Witchcraft that was in the family will come back. All of them, nothing happened. Because there was no fire. If you pass here, fire people. You did not plan to encounter fire. But there is fire everywhere. After some time, I will tell you to hold hands with this man because I know he is carrying fire. Hi. I will tell you to hold this man because he has pepper in his chromosome. You will think I'm just telling you to hold on. You don't know I'm telling you to share grace. What does it mean to share grace?
So when you hold hands with somebody, there is a principle that something can transfer between two believers. Hmm? In fact, it can transfer between two human beings. But for believers, the scripture says that iron sharpens what? So it means that something leaves you and enters the person. This thing I'm telling you, I'm not telling you this particular one. God taught me because I wonder how I've been in many prayer and I see people. Me, I can pray, but people I'm praying with, they struggle. How do I help them fast to enter where I am? And then God taught me the principle of sharing grace. So anytime I come and tell you, hold hands to two, it's grace that we are trying to share. If I say hold hands for four, it's grace that we are trying to what? There are people that has passed through a lot during the day and they just came to meet him. They just needed something to, to pull them up. A lot of things are passing through. These are not the things that you come and be cancelling. It's not cancelling, it's spiritual. It's, their emotions are lacking with heavy matters. Some of them is not sin, it's not anything, but there is what the Bible called weights. Say weights. When he held hands, for example, he goes down with this young man that has been smoking the Holy Ghost this morning. <laughs> Are you with me? All the young man need to do is to take one rap and give him. <laughs> I just have to speak the language we understand. And he will take. There is a song they used to sing in Kenehagen's winter Bible sermons. All of you know it. Just one dose of the Holy Ghost. No. <laughs> so there is such a thing as doses of the Holy Ghost and when you come in this company of the people, they are smokers but this type of smokers are liable to live long when you come and sit and miss them, what they will do is that have you, have you seen Indian hemp smokers? you can't stay among them and not smoke you will be off color and before they discuss they smoke for one hour so that their energy level will become a war. Then their language will rhyme. Then the diction will be the same. The vocabulary will be synergized. And so when they, they, when they say, if it's when we are taught, they, they will say, when they can even say, it's Jesus that helped me. Mercy helped me. Mercy. All the things people run to, me, I saw it and it never motivated me. We saw God, saw India and saw everything, but Jesus was more important to our heart. It's mercy that did it. So the second one is priesthood. They minister to the Lord. You see, the most important, in fact, once you have a genuine platform or company of believers, the next thing is minister to the Lord. And the extent of which you minister to the Lord is determined by the Lord. That's the challenge. Are you with me? You are not with me. The extent, how long you will minister to the Lord is determined by who? The Lord himself. The scripture says, as they minister to the Lord. So, it means that that man has come to a point where he has put every other thing to halt and has decided that the Lord has become paramount. You see, this type of reality is not possible for people that just know the, his, 
their savior. Are you with me? As we say here, when you got born again, you did the sinner's prayer, is it not? They said today, accept Jesus as your personal, personal Lord and Savior. Do you know the problem? Many people, 90% of believers will say, Jesus is their Savior. Let's clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. That's a mighty thing. Glory to God. Glory to God. But, but your usefulness, are you with me? See, there are many useless people in the kingdom. The reason is because they have not encountered Jesus the Lord. Because that one will take a deliberate effort. Jesus the Savior is an approach really that God made towards you. But Jesus the Lord is an approach you made towards him. This is where you deliberately submit yourself under his government and his authority. Are you with me now? Now, the things that begin to happen after that time is not given to you. If somebody is your Lord, do you, do you wake up and decide what to do? You can't wake up now and decide that you will eat. You can't wake up and decide you will wear this clothes. You can't wake up and decide you will spend 10000 on your hair. Like my sister brought new hair. I don't know if it's the Holy Ghost that told her. I, I believe. Say I believe. I believe it's the Holy Ghost. So we can't wake up now and decide what to do because it's the Holy Ghost that decides it. The reason why he is able to decide it is because we have discovered Jesus the Lord. This is the discovery that is made by people who have submitted to the Lordship. Are you with me now? So when Jesus is your Savior, he is expecting that you will know that you will submit to his lordship. The scripture was speaking about it in the book of um, Romans chapter 12. The scripture was speaking. He said, I beseech you therefore now. Are you with me? This is uh, um, an exhortation of someone who has paid the lot for you. Eh? And because of the price that he has paid for you, he expected you to behave in a certain manner. And you know, you know, there is a way God behaves. Eh? See, do you know what is worship? Anything that is not an act of your will is not worship to God. So if you are coerced to do it, it means that you are still learning. A time will come when you will have to apply your will and submit. You see, God doesn't want to raise robots. You know, you know eh? the greatest blessing, the greatest thing that a man or even any creature has is his will and capacity to make choices. It is on this basis that we come to, to judgment before God. If it is true we don't have capacity to make choices, then there is no need for judgment. Are you not seeing it? So, even God himself will come and say, I said before you, life and death. He will say, choose life, but he will still not choose for you. Are you getting the point now? So, this is what happens. You need to understand what it means to minister to the Lord. This is where God establishes his government over your life. So Jesus can now, Jesus can wake you by 2 a.m. He will wake you by 2 a.m. And he say, hi, I will go to work by, I will go to work by 7. So let me pray for one hour or two and, and then sleep small. 
As we finish two hours, the Holy Ghost is still awake. You know now. How many of you have prayed? Have you really prayed? There are days you are stopping prayer. Holy Ghost have not stopped. And you stop and say, So I will go to work. You have not known Jesus the Lord. Hey. If you have known Jesus the Lord, you will ask him if it is true that you are, I will abide to this fresh demand that you are making in my life. Then I need grace. The answer is not to renege from the demand of the Spirit. The answer is to cry for more grace. The scripture says that we have received a kingdom that cannot be moved. The only thing that we need now is that we have grace so that we will be able to navigate through the demands and rules that of, of, of that realm of oppression. So if God brings you higher, He doesn't expect you to be operating with the same rules you used to operate when you are less. There are new sets of rules and new demands upon your life. Then if you understand the government of the Spirit and God's agenda through your life, the Bible says that, that we might know God's inheritance amongst the saints. Do you even know what it means? It means that God himself has an inheritance. That his inheritance is the saints. It means that all of God's agenda is summed up in what he's trying to do through the body. Are you with me? The scripture says that there is a parable in the book of Matthew. The scripture was speaking about the parable of the... of the lost treasure. Yes, the parable of the... It's just one verse. The scripture says that a certain man came and then he saw that a field has a treasure of inestimable value inside. The scripture says he didn't tell anybody. He ran. showed everything he had so that he would buy the field. Meanwhile, the field is not his target. His target is what? The treasure. What do you think that scripture is talking about? What is the field and what is the trail? The field is the universe. The treasure is what? The church. What is the church? He sold everything. The scripture says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. When God gave you Jesus, He gave you everything. And when He gave you the Holy Ghost, He gave you Himself. When He gave you Jesus, nothing remained. So that man sold everything and bought the field. Meanwhile, the target is not the field. The target is what? The treasure inside. That means that there is an inheritance that God has. And that treasure is the church. So the inheritance of God is what? The church, the, the saints that you might know. So it is the people that has come under the government of the Holy Spirit that understands that they are God's inheritance. Are you with me now? That God desires and has an agenda to fulfill through their life. So He bought you with a great price. And the accurate response that you will give to that stupendous adventure. Is for you to now yield yourself to his government. Are you with me now? We are still young people. It's like somebody that got married. Do you know how much it takes to be married in a certain place? Who is from Nemo State? 
I think they have changed. But I don't know. But let's assume, okay, where are you from? Have you been where they pay bright price before? If you have been where they pay bright price, you are the one qualified for this way. There are young people here. I've, I've been to one or two. That's where you know that some fathers are selling their daughters indeed. I'm telling you. They will tell you there is the one they see they are collecting. If, if you are saying that the daughter will continue, how are you sure? They don't want to leave their own daughters. They want to eat now and die now. So, when you come, small thing that is remaining. One bottle of schnapp. The marriage will not go on. You will see people doing, 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 doing. You see what is happening? It's one bottle. Say one bottle. That's why they have not contracted. That's why the, the name is one bottle. I will tell you. Now imagine a man that passes through seven seas. If it is when they used to marry, it's not. These days, that somebody will stay in America and come and do marriage in. He doesn't know, he doesn't know. He come and do marriage in, in a day two. Oh, they will do inquiry, do a lot of stuff. Sometimes, if you are from a royal family, you want to go and marry from far, they, they will carry an entourage and be going. It's, it's, a, it's a mighty thing. Are you with me? That's why, if you finish being that elaborate wedding, and if you see the process, they will pass you through one stage to another. Sometimes it's up to seven stages. It's not easy for you to come back and say you are not marrying again. No, it's because it's very easy now. That's why somebody can wake up and say, I, I don't like my husband. He, he doesn't take care of me. Doesn't take care of me. That's what is it that he doesn't take care of He doesn't bring flowers again. If your husband bring flowers, please bring flowers so that they will say you are caring. Hmm? Are you with me now? Now imagine a man that passes through all these rigors to buy you. In quotes. Do you know that a man can do all these things to pay for your bride price and marry you? That is what can be paid for. What cannot be paid for is your love for the man. You can't buy that one. There is no price on it. So, but God bought us. That's what the scripture is saying. So, the book of Romans chapter 12 is saying, if we are, if it is true that we are reasonable, are you with me now? You see, we, the man that bought all this thing know that we, he, he, he can't buy your logo. But he said, if you are reasonable and know what it cost him to do all these things. From the day he started saying hello, to the day he started sending text messages, to the day he said, the Lord told me, my God. And to the day he said, I am convinced. And to the day, he now, they now presented the two of you to the church. And then warfare started. We know now. Two marriages that have capacity to wreak havoc for the kingdom of darkness. Satan will fight it. Yes. 
part of the reason why some of you are not married is because Satan has seen that your marriage will recover for you. He is limited. That's why you have to stand your ground. Don't marry rubbish. When you get it right, oh, you will not see why Satan is trying to do all those things with you. But it will be too late. He's always late. His plans and the things he's doing is always working in our favor. He will think he delayed you. Finally, instead of you know, why am I saying this? It's for someone, somebody. Now, when we say this lady is the will of God for your life, what do we mean? Do you mean she is the only lady in the whole world that you can marry? It's not true. It means that something about her and her formation fits the type of mood that will be your helpmate. Now, there can be more than five people that fit that mood, but she is the most fitting. That is why you are not, that is the reason why we say people are not qualified to marry until they have defined where they are going. So that we know the mood that can fit you. What if that woman dies? Won't you marry him? What if the woman, the husband dies, and another husband comes? Won't you marry Marry. Are you not seeing the point? Shabi, you said the first wife is the will of God for your life. Why did you marry the second one? If that is the only will of God for your life, you now understand the context of the will of God for marriage. That what it means is that this is the most fitting for you. How can you say is that brother in your what, what if you are born in America and you never saw the brother? Some people they have deceived you. They say your husband that is in UK will come back. It doesn't always work like that. Let the brother beside you go to UK with you. He's better. Don't you believe that one? That one is more powerful. The person will be ever grateful that you had a powerful part to play to his becoming who he is. He cannot come tomorrow and then rubbish you. You know you are a stakeholder. Let me leave that part. What did I enter there? What did I say? Now, this is the point. When a man does all these things and buys the woman in court, you do not buy the love inclusive. That one is the one you give as a, a reasonable person. Are you with me? So when Jesus paid for you, he saved you. Eh? You did not do anything for that salvation. You didn't even deserve it. For when God bought you according to that parable, he said that he gave everything that he had. Now, even though he has bought you with a precious price that cannot be measured, eh? he still didn't force. He still didn't force his love for you. That is why it is you that we say, "I will love you forever. I love you forever. I love you forever, Lord." It is you that we say it. Meanwhile, your lover has been waiting. His permanent residence is in, is in his back chamber. Eh? He wants to plant the kisses of his love till you are ravaged. But that one, he can't force you into that place. You will be the one to recognize. Meanwhile, people misinterpret the love of God. They, they, they think the love of God is Indian movies. No, it's not Telemundo. 
So when I say I love him forever, don't be thinking me. You know, if you have watched too many Telemundo, when they say love, that's the way you'll be describing love. Oh, you are wrong. For example, if God loves you, he will start telling you, will you give me, will you give me your sleep? Yeah, I will give you. Yes, now. Because the proof of love is sacrifice. You begin to give out, give out many things. Drop many things. Drop malice. As a proof of your love. Drop many associations and relationships. Not because you want to. Sometimes, sometimes we stayed, we didn't go for Christmas. Not because we didn't want to. But because the one that we have submitted under his government said, I need you, I need you. You think fasting is good? See, this thing I'm telling you is the motivation behind all fruitful adventure in God. If you fast, are you with me? Without knowing this love I'm talking about, it's a waste. Is there anything you can do to deserve anything from God? It is a man that is motivated by love that can activate these things. When we pray and fast and give and do anything in the kingdom, we don't do it so that we deserve anything. Jesus has paid the original price. What we are doing is a response to the original law. Eh? God first loved us. And then we are reasonable in responding to that law. And the proof of that love is the government that we have brought ourselves under. Are you with me now? That is what it means to minister to the Lord. In these seasons, the target of God is to gain authority over your life. By the time that season is true, you don't have a will of your own. God would have gained his man. In the days that you minister to the Lord, you will learn the principles and the realities of the kingdom. You will become a kingdom man in those seasons. In the season that you minister to the Lord, you don't have any agenda yet. You see, this is what people don't know. They think ministering to the Lord is worship and all those things, preparing for ministration. You have missed the point. The opposite of open ministration that we are doing now is ministering to the Lord. In other words, somebody that is still in cooking and in making, you will have little opportunity for ministration and preaching. Because your designation, your job description at that moment is what? Ministering to the Lord. You will do it for long. You will do it for long. You, in fact, you will do it as long as it will take the Holy Ghost to speak. What did I say? You will do it as long as it takes the Holy Spirit to speak. Because once he places his mark on you, oh my God, that is all you need. That signature can open any door. That is a proof that you have really been with Jesus. You minister to the Lord. When you come out from that place, you will, nobody will need to teach you the ways of God. Because you lived with him. You knew these matters. You minister to the Lord. You minister to the Lord. The Bible spoke about the, the young child somewhere. He slept beside the ark. The ark was a sleeping place. From when he was a, a baby, that young man knew the ark and the presence. For long periods of time, that is when he learned how to carry the presence of God. That is where he learned the pathway of power. That is where he learned the pathway of humility. Character was forged and formed in him. 
he learned how to hear God's voice. So that when he came out, if God speaks on the crusade ground, you will know that it's God that spoke. You will not be saying, Am I the one? This thing seems as if I'm confused sometimes. You have not finished ministering to the Lord. Go back and minister to the Lord. When you minister, then the voice will say, Separate him. There is no season of separation until men have ministered to the Lord sufficiently. It is after ministering that we now realize our different callings. Are you with me? Before the seasons of ministering to the Lord, we don't know your calling yet. Don't come and be saying you are evangelist or anything. No, no. This is where there is a level. All of us will just be doing the same thing. There is no pastor, there is no anything in this period. All of us are simply like this. When we minister to the Lord sufficiently, you will now see the end product is that some people will begin to be separated among their brethren. Because, are you with me? This, I'm telling you the scripture now. It was after they ministered to the Lord certain seasons and the Lord said what? Separate. Now, beyond the Lord saying it, there is a way this separation begins to happen. You see, even amongst us, we minister to the Lord after some season. You notice that certain grace starts falling on some people. It will be obvious that God has separated this person to the music ministry. Are you with me? It will be obvious that God has separated this person to psalmist, a mystery. There are people who are mysteries. I have met them. And because me, I walk with this anytime I come. If you are a mystery that is giving your spirit and your heart to learning these things, there is always an anointing that falls on you from me. This one God gave it to me. I went to Oyo to minister one time. And as I was speaking, the guy prayed and I was carried very fast. I turned and I said, Kai, who played this? And then as soon as I said, Kai, who played this? Power took him boom from the keyboard. And the keyboard played for some time. I, I know you don't believe it. I have seen things you don't believe. I have seen things you don't believe. I have seen things you don't believe. The reason why we say it is that, just like my father in the law said, I will only say the one that is very useful to you. We are not too giving to. How did he say it? How did he say it? I've forgotten how he used, he knows how his ways around work. But this is my point. My point is that it is not about those things that we are seeing. That's not the emphasis. That's not the emphasis. If those ones come, it is God that brings them. If you go seeking them deliberately, most times Satan will hijack you. Do you want to? In fact, if you want, if you desire out of body encounter too much, Satan can help you. Do you know? They will carry you to your village and then. This man, my father, yeah, he has happened to him. Everybody here has his faith. There is no matter you talk about that, you don't have somebody here. They will carry you to your village, and when you reach there, they will slap that, they will slap you inside that place. When you came up for that, when you your neck has refused to turn <laughs> You say you had encounter. Encounter that finished and masturbation return. Say it's the encounter you had. 
you finished and your prayer life dropped. Encounter finished, you can't fast, you can't study Bible. My brother, run from that encounter. Because encounters are supposed to take us into tangents in God. You see, without encounters, we'll just be moving in mere circles. But when you have encounters, you take tangents. You will now know that you cannot, you cannot gather God in one place. That He can take a toll in your walk with Him, carry you to places you never knew existed. Suddenly, a mere man by an encounter will become a strange man by the things he touched. When Jesus encountered me in my room in Enijoko, I became a different person. Many things I never knew I can do. The things I used to watch people do, I saw it work life. You enter meetings and people fall under power. I used to watch it in television. It, it took an encounter. See an encounter. So I'm not downplaying the place of encounter. In fact, in our mentorship class, we will take time. We will take time and teach on encounter and lead people into encounters. Everybody that follow me has encounters, strange ones. Not today. It's not from today. When we used to meet them. I don't know if you came to that meeting, but there is a day that you know that one that Jesus came to our meeting and was appearing to everybody one after another, one after another. You were not in that meeting, you, you didn't come, but you came. Yes. You are no time now, and you are a young man. It is in seasons like this that people, after they minister to the Lord sufficiently, they are what? Separated. It is after this season we now know people that have that easy here. All of us can be here. You will think everybody is, is equal. Everybody is not equal. Forget that we are de emphasizing many things for humanity's sake and for growth's sake. There are things you don't need to be exposed to any. Are you here, what I'm saying? If you are exposed to any, you won't grow. It's not for your good. After many times, I have now realized that it's better to be hidden. And me. For two years now, I'm intentionally hiding myself. If you, <laughs> if you have not known me, if you see me physically, you won't know. If there is no way you will know. If you see me physically, you won't know. So I have seen many people. Me and me and Emenike went to, we went to Ogwashiku prison to go and preach. We, we entered there, and him he was wearing his clothes. Me I was wearing one, and we entered there. They took his Bible and said, "Man of God, welcome." Yeah, I was going behind him. Are you going to see, see me? But I wasn't bothered until it was time for action. <laughs> and they came and gave him pepper. He turned and gave me pepper. That's when they now knew that the one that doesn't look it is. And I took the mic. I sang for five minutes. And the Holy Ghost came down. Oh, inside the prison. Prisoners started crying. I wanted to leave. They helped me and say I won't leave. They stopped my preaching and they got angry. Elders, if you know the elders, we are hanging at the back. They are watching like this. They were the ones that were demanding some stuff. I'm sorry we have not been able to go there. But what happened that day left a mark. One of them that has, if you look at him, you know he's a hardened criminal. Say he has been here for three years plus. He has not in his life. Say that preachers come every day. Every week, he has not seen anybody speak like this. That his heart was pierced. I was talking like this. I said, Open the Bible. He now did like this. He said, Why don't you open it? He said, He now told me that 
he was so caught up in what I was saying that he forgot he was holding Bible. That is what happened that day. I left that place and I cried for my life. I cried for hunger. Because these people was worshipping and seeking a God. If God didn't give you utterance, you can't preach what will touch people in prison. It was by the grace of God I took them out of time and took them into eternity. That is the grace that God gave me. You need to receive that capacity to take people out of time. That is where all realities lie. When men will see themselves in their full shape. You are limited in this scope. But when you enter into the eternal realm, you will now see that the prison walls is a limitation. Because you can move and transverse realms and continents just to fulfill the quota even of your priesthood. Have you ever been praying and they say, pray, pray, I can't, can't pass the prison wall? No, it, it, it will pass. So you can do business on your, on your knees. When you do business with God for long, you will now find out that prison is not a confinement. It is a place where you can express and explore all the riches that is in Christ. I took them into eternity. And when men saw it, they now tested it and they hungered for more. They now knew. I told them, see, if I, if I tell you all of you be released, I'm a false prophet. That's what all of them. They will come and pray, you be released. You'll be. Now, some of you will be released, but the truth is that some will not be released. God even allowed some of you to be deliberately here so that you will hear my message. And then you begin to seek after him. When you seek him long enough, then you will receive something from him that will trigger your ordination. If you live here the way you are now, you will still go back to what you've been doing. So even though all of us look the same after some time, when we minister to the Lord long enough, eh, there, will, there will be an obvious separation. Not because we want to. Are you with me? There will be an obvious separation because it will be obvious that some people gave themselves more to what is happening. It will also be obvious that there are ordinations that supersede human will. I hope you know that college is not what you desire. There are many things you desire, but you can't say, I want to be an apostle. No, it's not given to me. You discover it. You don't suddenly, and you don't. See, forget that we call, some of us call ourselves pastors just because of the structure that, but there is nothing like graduation. It's either you are this or you are not. You don't become a pastor after some time. You now become, I don't know what you become. And then after some time you become prophet and then after some time, there, there is nothing like that. Yes. Anyway, that's my point is that in the church we know that what they are trying to do by Calling people that they know that are, you know, initially they won't know. But when we give ourselves to ministering to the Lord, after some time, you will now find that ah, I'm an evangelist. Too. Well, you used to behave quiet. No, we don't know people. We, somebody, somebody came and said, I'm, I'm sanguine. I like, I like making friends. So, I'm what? An evangelist. You are wrong. We don't know men by that. We don't know men by the flesh. In fact, what determines who you are is when the spirit comes upon you. When it comes upon you, we now know that Philip is not a stable servant. Philip is what? An evangelist. That have the capacity to take territories, not just persons. He can. The, the apostles of the Lamb were not, some of them were not able to do what Philip did in his ministry. Is that man was cooking. 
He gave himself to the ministry of the Lord. And then when the seasons of separation came, we found out that he laid hold of matters that are evil. Separation. If you minister to... You see why I'm telling you this? Separation will come after some time. People will be separated according to how much they gave themselves to ministry unto the Lord. In fact, how long you will stay before, stay before you are separated unto your calling? It's not pastor. Is it the way you are? Maybe I don't know your choice. They, they now made you pastor. You are not pastor by that. You are pastor because the Holy Ghost what said. That's how you are pastor. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Haven't you noticed that since they ordain you pastor, you are still struggling? You are struggling because there is no grace backing that thing you are doing. If the Holy Ghost said, separate me, this guy, then you will see the grace. If you think it's not by grace, eh? Just start this thing I'm doing. It's easier, be Start it, start. Start. Tomorrow, say, I will leave you, I will enter, I will become a member. That's me. I'll be member. People will still be coming until I miss two meetings. They will not, you think they like you too much. You will now find out your weakness will be obvious. Because the reason why some of you are basking and growing and your weakness is not obvious is because of the covering you have. Your weakness will not be obvious. Make sure you have covering so that your weakness, you will grow under a covering. So that by the time you now mature for yourself, by then you would have conquered your weaknesses. That is if you are wise. Are you with me? But if they leave you like this, your weakness will be open. And not just people, Satan will be like you. You know the arrow we saw yesterday? Say normal arrows are short. But this one is like, they have they shot you that one? There is one they shot me here. I was preaching. I was standing here preaching. And my voice left and my body was going cold. I continued preaching. You don't know what happens here. Don't dream of standing here. Until you are well cooked. Seventy percent of the time I'm fighting warfare. You think I'm trying to ginger you? Me, I'm resting. It's, it, don't you notice it's like resting we are doing? When I finish, I will go back and say, Mercy, Mercy. I'll be praying through the night, playing messages, even playing the messages we pray because I preach from the spirit. When when I finish, I will recover myself small. And tomorrow we start again. We come and look at me and I, you like it. You have liked it. <laughs> you have liked it. You see, but when we minister to the Lord long enough, we will now do what? Separate. The challenge we have in the body of Christ is that we, we have many people that men separated. It was not the Holy Ghost that what? Separated them. Some of us that are pastors children, they separated us. Men separated us. The Holy Ghost never separates us. If the Holy Spirit separates you, He puts upon you what even your enemy can testify about. You don't know. You don't know what is grace. There is what we call extraordinary grace. See, somebody like me, I, I cannot. I cannot come to a point where I will assume that everybody like me. No, that's not my project. That's not my assignment to make everybody to like me. Even Jesus came to his household. They said, this guy, 
Is it not Carpenter's child? There are people in this town that knew me when I was small, when I used to. Ah, they know me when, well, huh? Since when did you start preaching like this? That all of us will come and sit down. Those sort of people, you don't answer them back. What you do is to show them the grace that came upon you as a result of your waiting on the Lord. An obvious grace. If I stand on a crusade ground like this, once I stand, you will forget my age. You will forget that I look young. An Okada man was carrying me and he was 40 something years. He said, He saw me the first time at 30 years. He would have given birth to somebody of my age. When I now told him my own age, he now found out that there is not much difference between our age. You see, he can't believe it. So it has happened to me many times, people, until I stood. And the things that came upon my life as a result of waiting, waiting. As a result of ministering to the Lord. Because the, the real thing we do in the days of ministering to the Lord is what? Say waiting. And when you are waiting, you fast, you pray, you give, you serve, literal serving. Forget yourself, serve, serve. Stop looking for posts, looking for somebody to recognize you. Serve. Forget yourself. It is God that separates men. If it is not God, some of us won't be here. Men has written us off. Physically, we don't look like it. Do I have the stature of men of God? I don't even know how to behave like a man of God up to now. That's what this sister told me. Say, I don't know how to behave like a man of God. I don't know. Because if you come here, me, I'll be praying like everybody. All of us, if you are, if you are talking, I'll be listening to you. You don't know how men of God do. If you leave here and go another, you now see how men of God. When you finish all your jingoism, they will now come out. And the Lord told me, I'm not saying it's bad, or I'm saying that that's how men of God should do. Me, I don't know how to do it. You are my brothers, you are my sisters. If anything separated me from you, it is my ministry grace. Once I step out of my ministry office and grace, we are all the same. That is where I generate my authority from. Are you with me now? And these are the things you get in the days that you what minister. That is where you iron out your encounters into convictions. You cannot come out from that place and they start, they start to see you about with all kinds of ways of doctrine. They will come and tell you, you are Christ. The, the, the one that is reigning now is that you are God incarnate. You are God incarnate. And someone will open his mouth and say it. Jesus is too merciful. If it is before you, they will slap you with that. You are God incarnate. Hmm? Did you die for the world? There are many things people don't know. These are, these are part of the things that destroy Satan. That's what people are trying to do. They are trying to set up their throne in the size of the north. Meanwhile, there is a place that is already given to you. Satan said, I want to be like the most high. Meanwhile, God has already crafted a place in you. You are the same with God in life and in nature. 
not in daily. Certainly not even in office. Because the office of the Christ is occupied by one personality. It is from his administration that we gain succor. That you pray this because that office is functioning. If you say you are the Christ and you are in that office, when you stop praying, did I stop praying? Because it is that office that administrates people praying, administrates the riches of, of the inheritance of the things that Christ bought. Eh? When you stopped working, me, I didn't stop working. That means you are not the Christ. Because if it is true that you are the Christ, the way you are saying it, if you stop working, me, I should stop working. Because you are the one that administrates what reaches me. Oh, time has fly. We have three more points. We hope to finish it tomorrow. Pray in the Spirit in the next two minutes. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.